This podcast is brought to you by 3B, the mental wellbeing company, hosted by Claire and Sue, co-founders of 3B. When you've got your wellbeing mojo on, you're firing on all cylinders, you're accepting of whatever comes your way, you're being resilient. We believe that one size does not fit all, and we want you to discover your own wellbeing mojo. So join us on our podcast journey where we'll be exploring the many different aspects of mental well-being. And hopefully, you can learn what you need to get your well-being mojo on. This week's podcast features an extract from our weekly radio show, Let's Talk Well-Being. So we are delighted to welcome this afternoon um, our first duo interview, Claire, isn't it? It's very exciting. So Claire and Sue are here with Ursula and Alexis of Wellbeing Umbrella. Apologies, Wellbeing Umbrella. Um, and I'd just like to share a little bit about, about you guys before we kind of dive in with some questions. Um what you've shared with us here is that you had a mutual frustration with the one size fits all health and wellness approach. Now, one size fits all is certainly something Claire and I kind of relate to a lot, yeah, in terms of frustration. And together, you two, Alexis and Ursula, make up the motivated force behind Wellbeing Umbrella. And Wellbeing Umbrella is a wellness movement that brings like minded, well-being business folk together to increase the awareness and accessibility of the varied well-being treatments and solutions on offer to people within the UK. Now there's more about what you do and I'm going to sort of share some of that later but this is just really exciting. I think just honing in on the one size fits all because that's obviously an issue that's come up for you guys and that you've focused in on and I love how you describe yourselves as a motivated force so we want to hear all about that this afternoon and what I'd like to do though before we we do anything else is just find out kind of how this came about take us back to when you guys met and and sort of what originated for you who wants to sort of dive in and start us off with that so do you want me to do you want to yeah you can yeah go ahead you're not fighting me (laughs) Uh, so, so going back, well, going back to how we met, um, we, well, we've sort of got to go back further to be, to be fair for the okay. reason, for reason why. So, so which will go back to as a story, really, which is fantastic. Is that okay? Yeah, it make, makes sense. Sense more sense. So, like most people, uh, uh, my journey started uh, at birth, and uh, the what you call it the. Uh, biracial as you uh, as you can see on podcast you won't but I am biracial uh, child I was at the time uh, to a single mother uh, who was 16 very young at at the age and unfortunately um, uh, her parents my grandparents weren't very happy about that that at the time and neither was society so this is the the 70s which didn't seem that long ago, but now it's a long time. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, to that as well. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> do you know what? 
<laughs> but anyway, but yeah, it was a long time ago. But unfortunately, because of my ethnicity and the fact that um, uh, my mum was young, uh, she was shunned by society, family, and, and we were left on his own. So from such a young age, I got the the message that I obviously wasn't wasn't wanted. Uh, didn't nobody. Uh, cared about cared about me and that basically the the world was uh, uh, against me so I picked up a lot of messages about this about myself unfortunately that then went on to yeah to uh for my life in general basically was that that I wasn't good enough that life was against me life was hard uh and that yeah I, I was on my own type type thing so I picked up this but unfortunately uh the things like not fe uh, feeling loved those messages became uh life for me I suppose and and then went into life experienced racism things like that so that message just from basically for myself the premises of my life was that it was just hard didn't didn't enjoy myself type thing was always working really really hard to make life uh the best that I could for but somehow always missed the mark but and then I went into nursing and then and then unfortunately again tried really, really hard and then just yeah, hit what's called the wall <laughs> and then thought, you know what, I can't do this anymore. And then that's when I re that's when I uh, realized that obviously I couldn't do it anymore. And then actually started to reach out for help. But in reaching out for the help, I was only given two options. And in those two options uh, by my G GP, they weren't any good for me. One made me meal and the one I think I had to wait for about eight months, eight months to come along. So in that, I had to start looking for s different solutions uh, uh, for uh, support. And that's when I started looking for the different wellness uh, solutions to get me back there. I mean, there were loads of th things that I tried and loads of things that were of benefit. But at that point, I remember thinking, why the heck weren't I offered the, those things at that time? Um, and, and, and but obviously I got back, back to, you know, back to, to myself, let's say, the, and went back uh, to my job and everything. But it always niggled me why, because obviously there were other uh, people around me that were having uh, experiences too, but they were still offered just those two solutions. But, and that was it. And it always used to sort of niggle me. Then I went into business myself because I'd done some uh, coaching. And that's when I met Alex, Alexis. Mm -hmm. And interestingly, her story was very similar. So I did, so we met at a, a training centre, training yeah. centre, didn't we? Both yeah, a business, yeah. didn't know what we were doing whatsoever. <laughs> we need to start somewhere. So we met each other. Didn't know each other from Adam. Just got chatting away, didn't we? And yeah, and your story was very very sim similar wasn't it and from that that's when we just decided that more needed to be done so we joined forces and and that's how it all came about in a long long way of explaining that but no that you've explained that really well. <laughs> no, and I think there's a lot there for people to resonate with and I think certainly Claire and I you know speaking for Claire but you know we've all got our story haven't we we've all got our personal journey and I think you know some of the things that you touch on there about the messages that we receive you know yeah. kind of growing up and as we continue as adults you know sort of within society but also that stuff runs really deep within our programming mm. doesn't it and it can really impact on our mental well-being you know and how we see ourselves and how we kind of navigate our way through the world so then those are all themes that really relate extremely well with you know the kind of stuff we talk about on the show 
Um, so Alexis, you guys met, you had this kind of affinity and this shared sense of like frustration, as you say it, like, you know, this stuff isn't working. Why is it that, you know, as you were saying there, Ursula, why is it that I wasn't offered any of these other things that I've since gone out and sought for myself? Um, yeah. Is there anything that you want to add to that story or kind of where you, where you kind of come in, you know, what, what's your sort of background with this? Yeah, so my um mine started prior to going to Australia back in two thousand and nine. So, um, I wasn't feeling great in myself. I'd felt what I, the word I'd say was felt suffocated, and I had relentless thoughts of basically just ending, you know, ending my life, and you know, nobody will care, and all these thoughts just going on daily. And I just kept feeling, you know, the sense of I need to get. I need to get out of here. Um, I just wanted to be on my own. I wanted to be somewhere where nobody knew me and I could just, you know, just be by myself. So I had this idea of, you know, go to Australia, why not? <laughs> um, and going to Australia was brilliant. It was beautiful, the environment. And I would definitely say the change of the environment helped me, you know, the sunshine. Um, and I was definitely happier, but it didn't remove what was still going on in here, you know, the negative thoughts. So I was in this beautiful country, um, you know, and I, I did, I would say it definitely helped me in, in a lot of senses with the sunshine and everything and having a good time. But the Kate, they started, you know, to come back the negative um, chatter. And then I returned home in 2010 and decided to go for um, an angel card reading. And it's a lady I'd known, you know, over a few years, I'd go every now and again. And within the session, she was like, I really think you need Reiki. And I'd never heard of Reiki. And I was like, what on earth is is that? And I was in that split mind of, you know, where you're comfortable where you're at, where you are. And you're like, well, I know my life's not great, but I, I feel safe enough, <laughs> you know. But I didn't know what this new therapy and this releasing of emotions. And I was like, mm, I don't know what this is. But because I trusted her enough, I thought, OK, I'll give it a try. And um, she just put her hands on me. And within a couple of minutes, I just felt all these different sensations just got running through my body and I just felt something um like start from the top um in my chest and just go down you know down to my feet and then I just burst out crying um when it got to the end and it was a cry of just you know like the best cry of your life I felt free I felt like somebody just completely put this magic spell on me and I was like what on I was I, I literally got home and I was like but I can't I can't talk and my mum and dad were like what on it's happened I was like no I've never felt this way in my entire life. I said, you know, it was it was magical. Um, but prior to that, I had gone to, you know, meet GP and I just got offered um, antidepressants or counselling, which, you know, back then I didn't communicate well with anybody. So we're talking back in 2009, I wouldn't open up to anybody. I couldn't open up, you know, it was kind of, you know, just keeping myself safe, didn't want to share anything with anybody. Um, so when I obviously found Reiki or Reiki found me, I decided to, you know, become a practitioner and then I went on to run like mind, body, spirit events and there was all different types of therapies out there and I was one. I'll jump on, I'll, you know, <laughs> I'll give it a try, why not? Um, and they all worked in one way or another. And I just think, you know, self-care is really, really important, whether it's, you know, going for a massage or, you know, what have you, Reiki, reflexology, whatever works, you know, for you. Because when you're when you're good in yourself, you can help more people and your cup's full. 
Um, but yeah, so when we came together, we both had the similar situations, you know, with the GP and what we, what was offered to us. And yeah, it just didn't work for me at that time because I literally couldn't open up to anybody. So the thought of me, again, I think my waiting time was like six month waiting list. And then I was paranoid of it. Well, who will it be? Will it be a man? Well, I can't open up to a man, you know? So all these thoughts, of, I didn't even want to go on the list. I was like, no. <laughs> and um, so yeah, that's, that's where I was at the time and holistic therapies helped me you know move move on and move forward so yeah that's that's how wow. we came together of what worked for us goodness me it's just it feels like it, you were kind of I don't know pulled together somehow that something <laughs> bigger was at play sort of bringing you two together to create this force that is well-being umbrella I think something that really strikes me about what you're both sharing there is this, that it was almost like you were both at quite extreme places when you came to seek help and when you, it was almost kind of like things have to change, you know, and, and obviously particularly in, in what you shared there, Alexis, you know, in the position you were in, um, you know, and it sort of, that often happens, doesn't it, with our well-being that we kind of, you know, we plow on and we plow on and we push and we push and we push and we often think it's us, don't we? You know, it's like we're broken or mm -hmm. there's something damaged within us. We're doing it wrong. You know, we're doing life wrong. Um, and then it's kind of only when we reach that real breaking point, something has to give that these things sort of open up for us. What 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 do you both think about that? It's think about the what sorry about you know that we have to reach this breaking point before oh, right. we're kind of ready or before things kind of come to us I don't see it as such a bad thing I okay. don't know if that's I, I see it as because I see it more as a breakthrough and actually it's a breakdown of who who you who you think you were and who you're trying to be yeah. and actually it gives you the opportunity to start but it's, 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 it's rough it's raw don't get me wrong hitting that wall but actually once you once you get there and you do actually yeah just yeah you, you push through it and you do actually have that breakdown and which I will see more of a, as a breakthrough you start finding yourself your true self and being more truthful with yourself and understanding more about yourself mm. and who you are yeah so I, I don't see it as such a bad thing if the support and helps out there <laughs> <laughs> but it can, but your journey can be made harder with it, with that. But yeah, but it's great if you don't get there. But if anything, I just see it as a is is a good thing. But not everybody will agree with that. But I just see that it's just a sign that you've been on the wrong path and you've been trying to be something that you don't want to be. And then yeah. all of a sudden, it goes stop, and you go. <laughs> And then, yeah, I, that's my personal opinion. I really like this idea of the breakthrough. I love that. Yeah. Yeah. Same. yeah what about you Alexis yeah I was just thinking back to how I was back then of just wearing so many masks of you know of people asking are you work you know how are you and it's like yeah yeah I'm fine but inside absolutely not so like Ursula saying it is that break you know that breakdown of who you're trying to be for the you know the um people that you're around instead of just being authentic and speaking your truth so yeah um I mean, I, I, I get where you're coming from, Ashley and Alexis. I think there is that thing about, I, I, I know the feeling myself when I hit that wall. It's a horrible place, though. 
And I think if we can help people to not get there and start putting that self-care in that you were on about, Alexis, it's so important. Mm. If we can start to put that in. But yeah, sometimes that's where we have to get to before we start to work on ourselves. Yes. I think it's strange, though, that, you know, this is I'm speaking from me. You hit the wall and you think, right, I need to do something. And then you don't carry it on and you end up hitting the wall again. And then suddenly it's like, OK, what, what am I not doing here? You know, what is it I need to start putting in place? And I'm thinking, is that where this well-being umbrella came in? Because you were saying about you were obviously trying like Alexis you were trying lots of different techniques I love the fact that you were open-minded about that I think that's brilliant but the well-being umbrella thing is that because of this one size doesn't fit all and what you wanted to give people tell us more about that yeah it was just to give people um different options because when like when Ursula and I went to our GP it was literally you know either being put on medication antidepressants or counseling those were the two options there wasn't anything of holistic back you know back then when we um came to it so it, those are the techniques what helped myself you know back then Reiki and um EFT I, I did different different therapies which really helped um release a lot of negativity that I was holding on to and past trauma so those were the techniques that worked for me but it was just finding you know people have all got their own journeys and what works for them and um, in releasing stress and you know promoting self-care so this well-being umbrella is a platform that you bring for people to offer all these different complementary holistic kind of therapies to help people is that right Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Can you tell us more about it? What What exactly is it that you're doing? Or like how, like, you know, what does that entail for people? Do you want me to do? So the, yeah, there's, there's what you call, there's, there's different things to be there because there's that, there's that much out there, even we're learning, uh, learning different things. So, so we put on uh, events, which um what we call no one size fits all events and they're on different themes. So we've had themes around uh, stress and anxiety. You don't have to help me out, Alexa. We've got sleep. Uh, yeah. Sleep and insomnia. Menopause. Um, menopause. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, so there's, I think we've got six going on at the moment, and we? And then there'll be pain management coming up. But the idea, the idea um, say, of well-being umbrellas is that you have a theme, uh, such as say stress, but there's lots of things that can help with that. So these events and the well-being umbrella site, um, you, you have the word say stress, and then there's lots of things that can help with that. And we're just showing you that there's different options that can help with that. So for a stress event, Alyssa, we're really testing herself now, Alexis. What things there was? I know there's um there was definitely mindfulness so we had somebody talk about mindfulness on there there was what does maureen do um access bars access bars i've never heard never heard of that that before me, myself uh there was what i think there was somebody talking the about e Reka. eft on that one eft mm. yes there was there was different different uh things that you could utilize if you wished uh and and what was best for you and finding out what's best for you uh, so it's just educating people around the different options that, that are out there one and then also uh, allowing well giving access to that is through the site uh, as website is that but we do a lot around the education around blogs we also do blogging don't we and speaking to uh, different people and finding out what different uh, options there are because i know with the the menopause i mean 
I, I honestly don't know the thing. EFT is one of those. Hypnotherapy was one. Uh, there was acupuncture, wouldn't you? Acupuncture, yeah. yeah. There were things that I wouldn't have, I, I, I wouldn't have known that. I wouldn't, and it's one of those things that when you go to the internet and you're looking for spots, because I remember back to my time when I went to on the internet and I put in, I knew, I knew I'd stress, I knew I'd had a breakdown, but what, what do, what do I put in? I only know that there's medication that I've been offered that made me ill, and then I've, and I only know that there's counselling at this point. What on earth do I put into the internet to? bring back uh, a good search of something that can help me you don't know what to put in do you so that's where there's education about and well-being umbrella the site is about that you can put you can put a word in say stress if you just know that you're stress or that you're experiencing anxiety or whatever or the outcome that you want in even saying that you want peace and tranquility whatever you want put that in and it will bring up the options that can help you with that so that's what the site's about and the education around the wellness events that's what that's about it's just showing people there's more options than just clearly the ones that we were offered but even like when for the menopause another thing that I was experiencing experiencing and the doctors could only offer me that that one thing and I'm because of the experience that I had of my medication I'm not necessarily against medication but I'm quite wary and quite scared of taking it because uh, it gave me um psychosis unfortunately drug-induced psychosis did the medication so I'm very cautious of anything that I take so if you can give me any other option that means that I don't take a tablet I'll do it obviously going to the doctors doesn't offer you that so mm -hmm. that event that we had helped me <laughs> so I was grateful of that so yeah I think that sounds brilliant because it is it's sort of like maybe you don't know what it is that you need and I think oh, no. that's what I was trying to get is sort of like you don't know what you need so you go to your site and like you say mm. you could just put menopause in and then it'll come up with oh I could try acupuncture I've yeah. never even thought of that mm. so it re it's really good for giving people ideas of what they could do to mm. help with their own self-care and to support them and that's a brilliant way of doing it I like that the umbrellas that all the different spokes on the umbrella going mm. around there's lots of different things that you do that sounds great thank you I, I love it. It's interesting you picked up on the umbrella, Claire, because I, I was sort of thinking about the imagery of it. And I love how you've sort of gone to the spokes because I was thinking about it as I mean, I don't know what the imagery and the thinking is behind it. But for me, I was thinking about it sort of it protects you, but it's also kind of it's you carry it about with you and it's yours. So it's against the kind of the one size fits all you know, kind of approach that you're sort of resisting and you're sort of offering something different that's more personalised. It's kind of, it's mine and it's, as you say, it's accessible. Um, and I really love that. I really love um, what you were talking about, the education and providing the information because I think mm. I think that is part of it, isn't it? I think kind of, I think, I think we are emerging into a bit of a new era. I don't know if you agree. I don't know if lockdowns maybe had a lot to do with it. I think people have gone a bit more introspective, mm -hmm. haven't they? It's made them really kind of reevaluate and think about themselves. And there's been a bit more, I mean, I often think, is it because we're in this world, there's a lot of stuff coming up about well-being, or is it more out there in the in the general population? I'm not sure. Do you, do you think attitudes towards well-being are sort of changing a little bit and people are becoming a bit more informed so. I would, yeah yeah definitely yeah no I was just going to say and even with friends and family of you know you talked about holistic therapies 10 years ago when I first got into it and they thought it was you know cuckoo uh, <laughs> but no <laughs> you know people are trying things and talking more um and and wanting to try alternative um therapies and solutions so yeah definitely and um, think people are more open to it 
Yeah. The NHS shows us that. The NHS with the, mm -hmm. the they're more open. I mean, Reiki, they have uh, obviously the uh, acupuncture. I mean, yeah, that just shows you. And I was from the NHS and they definitely, definitely didn't encourage that when I was, yeah, but 10 years ago, no chance. Yeah. So it, it makes us feel a bit more hopeful, I think, doesn't it? I think there's a combination here, isn't there? There's something about we have a personal responsibility, you know, kind of to ourselves, I think, to educate ourselves. But then there's also that wider responsibility out there in the community, um, you know, and obviously from GP, NHS, that side of things. And it's it's kind of hoping that we'll sort of, I don't know, meet somewhere in the middle, you know, and we'll be able to sort of, find what's right for us I, I loved what you were saying Alexis about your attitude to sort of being open to trying everything and anything because I know sometimes Claire and I when we're working with groups um you know you get people with that lovely sort of open mind open heart yeah kind of bring it on and then you often get people who are a little bit more sort of skeptical a little bit more closed-minded but it sounds like what you're providing really does have something for everybody potentially um, and I loved what you were saying there, Ursula, about, yeah, we don't always know what what words to put into the internet. It's kind of like we've got maybe our own sort of personal situation that's going on. Um, we don't know how that's going to translate when we do a search. So it sounds like your site, your platform is very intelligently designed um, in the way that it will kind of, you know, tag and pick up on on certain things. So it's it's how long's this sort of been in the making for you guys? It's been a real passion project, hasn't it? Yeah. <laughs> it's been a roller coaster and challenging it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, for sure. <laughs> I can't even remember what year. Um yeah, it's been well, a joint well, forces. Yeah. Is it? 2017. It's like yeah. an anniversary. What do you mean you can't remember? <laughs> <laughs> April. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear! <laughs> I've got a bit of a domestic going on, listeners. I think as well, what, what I really like is that you've got this kind of twofold thing going on because not only are you providing the service, you know, to the public, you know, in terms of the search and being able to access resources, events, um, you know, and kind of tune into something that's right for them. But you also provide a kind of a community for people who are working in this world. So people like myself and Claire, um, you've got that real sense of bringing people together who are practitioners. And I know that you have a bit of a focus on collaboration over competition. That's very much your, your slogan, isn't it? That's very much your ethos. Can you tell us a little bit about, about that side of things as well? Uh, is in the work that we do with uh, other business. Yeah, with with sort of. Yeah. I know a lot of it's about supporting and, and building up kind of small businesses like ourselves, you know, or small organisations or independents, you know, people who are sole traders and stuff. And it's nice to have that sense of community. Yeah, well, I'm going to say, well, we both were small business small businesses. I know we came we came together to become wellbeing and brilliant. To be fair, that still is a small a small business, isn't it? But we worked independently as sole practitioners. And it's hard out there. It really is hard. And you you know that you're wanting to make a difference in people's lives, but you're going to, into business, but actually you're not going into business for business. You're going into business to make a difference and, and you know, help people. But you don't know the tricks of the trade. You know, 
you just want to help people so you don't know how to market you don't know how to uh you know definitely don't don't know the um the sales part you know when they say you've got to sell yourself sell yourself I just want to help people what do you mean yeah. I have to sell myself <laughs> so there's there's all that and there's that and there's that um yeah the issue of you just feel like you're on your own so the community community part was around just sort of coming together because we're working towards the same goal and the same goal is that we want to make a really big difference in people's lives and we want to you know want to help people so the more that we can come together and support each other as as small businesses the more uh, the great the more people that we can reach and help and and naturally yeah we're just in, in our mind we're just yeah working together the same goal it makes it just makes perfect sense to come together and support each other somebody knows a little bit of business that can help one person well it makes sense don't it in our mind it's just it as simple as that is there all you want to add Alex I probably missed out loads <laughs> but yeah no um because like you said we we both was um on our own and having having um you know to try to market yourself and keep up on social media and stuff where we just see it as well with collaborations where if a Reiki practitioner and another therapist come together, you know, where they might, you know, network and, um, you know, refer each other, you know, um, and work together that way. It's again, building, building their own clientele and exposure. They work together on social media and things like that. I think it's more than that though, isn't it? Cause it's also, you're helping them in their own wellbeing. Because actually, mm. you know, it can be very lonely working on your own. So if, like, I'm lucky I've got Sue, you guys have got each yes. other. But if you are working on your own, it can be a very lonely place. And sometimes, like, if you get stuck in that, well, how do I sell myself without selling my soul? How do I sell myself yeah. by being still authentic to myself? I know me and Sue mm. have that lot. But what you're doing is you're getting people to collaborate, you're getting people to work. So actually, hopefully, gets them more business anyway because they're working differently than maybe they would if it was solely on their own. But also, it's helping with their own mental well-being, I think. Yeah. Yeah. You know, true, true. Yeah. And it, for sure. But it's not necessarily something we've honed in our seat. Yeah. yeah. But so, yeah. so thank you for that. Yeah. 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 <laughs> it's yeah. like a byproduct of yeah. like, that's yeah. not yeah. really. That's yeah. really not what you were aiming for, but it's a really great yeah. byproduct yeah. of what you were. I think, I, I mean, I love that. I, I don't think there is any yeah. competition because I think people will pick whoever fits right for them, yeah, won't they? whatever yeah. that happens to be. So I always think it's good if you can collaborate with others and work with other people and support them. Can I ask, I really want to ask a question because you guys have got this sort of like your finger in all these different areas that you could like, you could just do well-being all day, every day. Tons and tons of self-care. But do you? So I want to ask, what's your self-care routine? Like, what do you do on a regular basis, whether that's daily or weekly, that you think really works for you now? Yeah, so, um, yeah. <laughs> so for myself, um, meditation. I do meditate regularly. Um, I love being around water so you know going to uh, luckily I've got very close by you know even <laughs> just a little pond or any any pot of water Um, so I just found that you know really calms me and I, I can find that place of stillness Um, I go for walks in the wood regularly with my sister and we're just since June we've been starting reading and watching teachings from A Course in Miracles which I've really found that's been um, helping me and having really great 
um, results with my mental well-being of just knowing that I'm not alone and always supported. So those are things that, because um, we started that back in June and we're doing, I do those daily and that's really been, been helping me at the moment. Sounds fab. Mm-hmm. Ashley, what about yourself? And myself, yeah. I I do meditate too, not necessarily daily, but but I love contemplating. So that's meditating to me. Mm. Uh, and uh, running. I like me running, love me walking. I catch up with her. Well, I go out into the Lake District so with my partner and then every week without fail, me and my friend catch up for a walk, two-hour walk and a good chat. <laughs> we chill. And then uh, I do uh, Tai Chi also. I started that, oh gosh, when was it? Well, I've been at it a year and I remember starting it and thinking, well, I'll, 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 it was for me running. I did it for me running. And I thought, strength, it'll strengthen it. Oh, wow. Absolutely fantastic for mental health. I mean, I did realise, but I didn't go in for that. But yeah, the benefit that, that came from that's amazing. And because I have dyslexia, so I didn't think I'd be able to pick up things, but I thought I'll give it a go. Oh, honestly, I can't rate it. Absolutely fantastic for me. Uh, and then, yeah, with Alexis, the course in Miracles, the uh, course that we started, which is helping around any fears that you might um, uh, that you might have, listening that and having, yeah, more faith in yourself. And, yeah, it's, that's brought in a lot of uh, inner peace for me, a lot of uh, uh, quieter mind calmness and a lot of love and gratitude that I would say was somewhat missing I would say it was there but it's definitely been ramped up so yeah that sounds amazing I'm, right I'm gonna have to find out more about that because that sounds absolutely amazing <laughs> I'm loving this quiet mind because I don't have <laughs> mine constantly rabbits on you can't shut it up after Ursula that it's lovely to hear because when you started off earlier on and you were saying about how you'd grown up so there was that lack of love and so potentially not love for yourself either mm-hmm. you know not putting that time and space in for you but you've changed that and it sounds like you've done a lot of work on that and now you do love yourself and you've got people who value yeah. you as well which is really important is that right yeah with that without a doubt I mean just getting down to those core beliefs and actually looking at them and and seeing how it's all I'm going to call it like an infestation oh it's an infestation in your life and it's in everything and then all of a sudden you go oh my goodness I've been doing this to myself I can actually change this and that was yeah that was uh yeah a a game changer so yeah yeah definitely and yeah definitely the people around me that uh, that I love, but also forgiving those before, because if you you know those people that, that might be perceived as that they were, I don't know, mean to me in some shape or form or whatever. Yeah, you just just let it go because they are where they are, and you are where you were, and nobody actually means to do it. Nobody truly means to be to be mean. To, it's just yeah, it's a nice place to be. Yeah, for sure, definitely a lot more love. <laughs> I think it really comes over in, you know, the way that you are and the way that you communicate and you seem really at ease with, you know, yourself and what you're doing and you're both clearly really passionate about this stuff. I think that's, yeah, I think it's, it's interesting, isn't it? The journey that, that our lives take and, um, you know, so much of it we maybe think is kind of planned out for us or it's sort of going to be a certain way and then, oh, you know, (laughs) it's sort of like, you know you reach a point you go through a door and this whole other realm of possibility opens up and I think when we're in those dark places you can't begin to imagine that can you 
you can't begin to sort of envisage you know how different things could be and I think that's I guess that's one of the reasons why we're all in this in this business in this you know and we're, we're sort of having these conversations it's so important I think for people to know that you know things can change and that the possibilities out there are endless potentially aren't they and you know a, a platform like yours can showcase that to people you know it's kind of mechanisms and ways for people to it's transformational isn't it you know potentially as, as, as you two have, have sort of explained there um yeah I think it's I think it's really exciting you know we were talking before about your collaboration and, and the kind of the byproducts of, of the business side of things and it sounds like you've both it's impacted on you personally as well as professionally obviously in the way that you work together um and another byproduct of what you do is that um you you do a lot of fundraising don't you um within the business and that um you you've got this kind of aim to support people who a bit like Claire and myself with our, our social enterprise you know it's sort of about supporting people who are less able to access services and things could you tell us a little bit about about what's happening with that side of thing yeah because that's it's it's new isn't it um uh, so we're yeah. just forming um a charity now and putting things together um at the moment we're supporting um Leeds Women's Aid with our wellness events but um in doing that we we also know that there's other areas that are disadvantaged and you know that need support so we then came on to <laughs> forming our charity and it was like oh um because at the time I suppose we're doing well-being umbrella and then you know creating a charity it felt initially like another big project to take on but it, the pull yeah. was there that it need you know <laughs> that it this is what needs this is where we need to be and um so yeah it's just in its infancy at the moment of putting things together and getting the trustees and and what have you at the moment so you've you've got kind of some watch this space i guess yeah, yeah definitely because I'm just thinking of like one of the ladies that we've got a nurse that's come involved uh come on by is going to be one of the trustees and isn't she and she she's seeing the issues that are happening in the community for the people that she works with as a practice nurse and what they're experiencing and how some services are being unfortunately taken away um and it's it's basic stuff like you know your foot care ear care just basic basic things or, or that we think oh, yeah I think but the actually the cost of that for some individuals if they're having to now go get it for private care is like 70 pounds well you know it's 70 but it's not everybody's got 70 pounds are they and she's seen the impact of that so she's come she's coming on board and, want, and wanting to help isn't she so it, it's it's health and wellness is, is what the um charity is going to be for isn't it uh, for disadvantaged groups and and uh basically subsidizing or either free or su uh, subsidized support so so yes there's, we know that there's lots of options out there for people, lots of different wellness and health options that we can use, but not everybody can access them, not everybody can afford them. And both of us have experienced that ourselves. There's uh, it, on our you know, trajectory of our journey, you know, there's been some costs that you've got and you know that, oh, that'll be absolutely fantastic. But, you know, it's 
priority wise for me was children for yourself you you were experiencing financial difficulty mm -hmm. too one yeah before we before we met uh alexis and yeah you just couldn't afford things so we can although i wouldn't necessarily put myself in a disadvantaged group uh, I, I definitely experienced the, the impact of um, not having a well financial hardship, not having enough money to, to meet my uh, wellness needs at that time. So I'm wanting to support other people um, who were who experiencing that the best way we, we can. And that is one way that we do it. It's fantastic. I think it's, mm -hmm. it's that thing that, you know, these things, these, this support, it's, it's not a nice to have it's fundamental actually isn't it yeah yeah quite so sort of how we need to function and how we need to be in the world and i think as we said i think attitudes are sort of shifting slightly um you know people have been through an awful lot the last few years and you know and things kind of continue to come and be thrown at us and i suppose it's it is encouraging to know that there's a network out there whether you're running a business yourself or whether you're wanting to access services that there's there's hope there's choice there's people out there wanting to bring things to you because the, the well-being world you know some people are very skeptical about it aren't they 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 kind of see the wellness industry as you know another industry another kind of money making you know there's a lot of people out there you know looking to rip people off that kind of thing but but what you're doing and, and the way that you're collaborating and bringing people together there's a real authenticity about it for me you know and i think it's a real it's something we can trust in, I think, and believe in. I mean, that's just that's just kind of what what I see with what you're doing. This, you know. So I think there's that's really reassuring for people. Um, I don't know, Claire. Do you do you agree with that? Yeah, I mean, um, I obviously I've worked with Alexis. We we went into a group to do some work years back, or what it seems yeah. like that now. <laughs> yeah, and I, I've seen your journey and I've seen what you do. I love the fact that you do collaborate with other people and definitely, you definitely come across authentic. It is yourselves and you can see your passion. What I know it, that's because of like your background. What keeps you going? What keeps this going for you guys? Well, someday mm. we question, don't we? We're like, why are we doing this? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and really seriously, we've had those days, haven't we? Where yeah, it's yeah. literally like, what are we? You know, how can we can we keep going? Yeah. Um, but there's just never been that sign to give up, or that you know, it's just always been the thing of it. Just you know, still need you know, still need to keep going. Um, because we re truly believe in what we've created, and that you know that you know the help that it can help both you know, people coming onto the site and also well-being businesses. Um, yeah, the belief's so strong that it's, um, yeah. And then, and then sometimes and what keeps us going is, it's as if there's something miraculous happens, like we'll get a message out of nowhere. Yeah, like, the other, like and, and it'll say, oh, thank you so much for what you do. We're so pretty and we're like, yeah. oh, that's why we do it. You know, you know those days when you, so yeah, it's yeah. things like, we, we know we'd never give up. Uh, but yeah, sometimes it, it can be hard, can't it? And that just comes comes through. And yeah, and it just reminds you why you're doing what you're doing. Because sometimes you can lose sight of that and can be too busy looking at the small, you know, the small things. But yeah, and then we'll remember they're big, that that's why you're doing what you're doing. So yeah, that, yeah. And each other, to be fair, we keep each other going. Yeah. You definitely keep me going, lass. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was. Sure. Oh, yeah, because that, that is so true, actually. Because I think if I was on my own, I probably... You probably would have thrown the table in. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh no, I can't deal with this. But because we do have each other, um, yeah, it does. 
we can reset each other when we get because that usually works sometimes where one of us might be a bit wobbly but the other one's like no come on <laughs> you're all right it's when we both have those wobbles then we're like right come on yeah <laughs> then a message comes <laughs> yeah then a message comes and we're like that's why that's <laughs> totally get that it's really great that, that at least hopefully there's not many times where you both wobble at the same time no it, it yeah. doesn't tend to be so yeah, yeah that's why it works yeah. out perfectly <laughs> I think it's really good for our listeners to hear though that you do go through because I think it's really easy to see or it's really easy to look at something especially on Facebook social media stuff mm-hmm. and go oh well they've got it all together they're grand that you don't have any wobbles and I think it's really easy to to sort of like think like that when you're looking at something so I think it's really good for our listeners to hear that and go oh they still have wobble they still have those times what you said Ursula about you you're sometimes in that little bit and you need to think no actually in the biggest the grand scheme of things we're doing a really good job Mm. and it's great that you're getting those messages through that support that that's brilliant. I was just thinking the same thing. I think it's it is good for people to hear that, Claire. I think you're right because I think you know, like you say, what's sort of projected, you know, kind of out there is is this idea of you know what success looks like or what having it all together looks like. But actually, the devil's in the detail, isn't it? And it's about what's going on behind the scenes and how we are on a day-to-day basis and I think you know as Claire and I know when you kind of work so closely with someone you see each other when you're at your most vulnerable don't you it's kind of like you share the highs and you're there for the lows and everything else in between and I think and that's being human and I think that's that's what kind of attending to and and building up and supporting our, our well-being is all about you know we've got to take the whole spectrum of what it is it's not about sort of always being you know kind of at the top of everything mm-hmm. is it you know it's sort of and that's and we're always working on ourselves you know we've as you said Ursula you know we've always got something to learn we've always got new stuff kind of coming up on the horizon and I love this idea of the you know we get the message you know you just get a message through or it's kind of some other intervention that's kind of steering you back mm, <laughs> onto your path I think that's the sign of a real calling to be honest yeah, well, we, do, generally do we, do say, we do say that don't, sorry yeah, yeah we, yeah, we say on. that quite often of it that has to be something um <laughs> yeah we we definitely say that a lot yeah. <laughs> there's been there's been i mean at one point there were we thought we were gonna have to close one where we had the problem with the website and we genuinely thought right that's it what we're working towards is is gonna is gonna yeah we're gonna have to go but what we did gain from that experience was because we didn't know each other that well before that but actually mm what we went through it just showed us how strong our our um relationship was wasn't it we because we yeah it, it could have broken us couldn't it but it didn't yeah. it brought us closer as closer together so mm. yeah you've got to oh well, thank goodness for that i'm really pleased yeah. and we yeah. found our new developer who was amazing and um yeah, yeah got everything sorted for us but yeah, yeah. but we learned a lot through challenging it. time <laughs> you learned a lot through that Ursula, yeah 
Yeah, definitely learned a lot through it. And it's one of those where, yes, it was a bad experience, but to be fair, I couldn't have gone on a course and got the, 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 got the knowledge and stuff yeah. like that. You know, you're like, wow, that was a crash course. Um, what not to do. And, and also, um, what I did gain from that, and we both did, and that realisation from that is uh, was about speaking up more. We realised that both of us sort of sat back a bit and actually we could see that there were problems with the website, but neither of us were, were assertive enough or so yeah we're not like that anymore we are assertive so so yeah, it, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> not bossy we 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 no we, no. we it's not so yeah, yeah. so so yeah it, these things happen but yeah if you can take the the positives from it yeah generally you can uh you're okay but yeah mm, you know, wow. there has been times when it has been hard but yeah we're still on it yeah. still on it he's still here. He's <laughs> yeah. shining bright yeah. bringing your umbrella I think it's absolutely wonderful our time this afternoon is absolutely flying by oh, wow. so much more I want to kind of ask and get into um I just wondered quickly if you see a relationship between because I do between what you've shared here you know and our three b's our b mm. and breathe because there seems to be so much about you know you've got this authenticity about you being yourselves there's been you've talked a lot about belief really haven't you and 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 then it's kind of you're creating this space for people I mean what do do you see a kind of correlation there between the three b's and what you guys are doing I'd say the the three b's is a a, a belief remind me belief yeah be believing and breathe that's it and breathe yeah definitely (laughs) pause (laughs) believe in yourself yeah yeah definitely yeah no no for sure in in because it obviously it's bigger than it's bigger than that isn't it just saying that you know the the watch like the breathe but it is it's about the pause Mm -hmm. isn't it and it is about yeah just just believe well to be fair I think the fundamental of a believe and about your beliefs what you what you for me it comes from from what you believe about yourself Whatever you believe about yourself, I assure you, you are projecting it right into the, right into the world. And and if and but if you're willing to look at that and stop, I know it might sound, but that blaming of it. I mean, in some cases, there is people should take responsibility. I don't mean that that that. But for myself, I would blame other people for things. But actually, when I came back and looked at myself and my own um, and my own beliefs, yeah, as soon as I started dismantling those and stopped believing that life changed uh, for the better. That doesn't mean that my life is glorious or anything like. But it is a far cry from what it was. <laughs> you know, it, <laughs> Rich it, it was, it was yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is it. Yeah, yeah. There's definitely more needlework needed. <laughs> <laughs> like that but, but yeah no, for, for, yeah for sure oh wonderful I love how you kind of, sort of related to the three bees there um and we ask all our guests to pick a song um you know that kind of sort of I don't know it's sort of lifts them up boosts them up you know it's maybe a bit of a go-to song now obviously you've had the challenge of picking one together but you've managed to do it it's not something Claire and I would be able to do we have to confess we do have very different tastes um sort of Alexis tell us about the song uh, the track that you you've chosen for us to play for you today yeah so um luckily it's, it's a artist and song that we both do like uh, it's Tina Turner and uh, Proud Murray and it's just a song that when when it comes on, whenever I used to be out anywhere or even in the house, whenever I listen it, it just instantly uplifts me. I want to, you know, dance and just, yeah, 
shake my little booty <laughs> and just have a good time. Um, and I know, Ursula, you had memories with the children and dancing to it in... Um... The Wii. The Wii. It came out when it came out on the Wii. Oh, my goodness. I'm like, kids. <laughs> no, I mean, they were young. They were like, woo! are <laughs> like, Mom, are you winning? I'm like, yes. <laughs> Move over. But, yeah. <laughs> Love it. Fabulous. Let's have a lesson. That was an extract from our radio show, Let's Talk Wellbeing. You can listen in every Thursday between 12 and 2 on HCR 92.3 FM or online on hcr923fm.com.